You're watching this world unfold. The truth beneath the lies. Rekindling what's been stored. The need to free one's mind. Uncover the truth exposed. So people see the lies. Let's turn it down so we can know. It's simple. We just break it down to little bits so we can process all. Make the switch to elevate yourself to conscious mode. And it's beneficial. We can get this concept broke. And get the future generations who want to stop the whole thing. With the message demonstrating, we can start a post. And taking in the simulating, getting lots of knowledge. Breaking up the population, trying to stop hypnosis. Channel Down Radio's coming to you live from the Hawaiian Islands. Coming from the perspective of complete freedom. Coming from wisdom outside the system and then some. This is the mouthpiece of the natural earth forgotten. At this point in time, humanity's been kept in the truth. So Channel Down Radio offers the coordinates to a path out. You're searching for something whole, 'cause what you see real life. You're watching this world unfold. The truth beneath the lies, rekindling what's been stole. The need to free one's mind, uncover the truth exposed, so people see the light. Let's shut it down so we can know. It's simple, we just break it down a little bit so we can process all. Make the switch to elevate yourself to conscious mode, and it's beneficial. We can get this concept rolling. Get the future. Generations wanna stop the whole thing, but the message demonstrated we can start a post. Taking in the simulation, getting lots of numbers, waking up the population, trying to stop hypnosis. Welcome back to Chinna Down Radio, where we deprogram from the deep program and get out of hypnosis. Welcome, I'm your host Loomis. This is episode 103 of Chinna Down Radio. Yes, it's been a few months since I've done a show, but I'm back on the air. Uh, so I just haven't been in a proper place to do a show, and so um, I I just uh, finally found a solid ground, and that's why I haven't done a podcast for two months and some change. Is I just haven't been in the proper place. The mindset's been there, and I always chant down, but I've I've traveled and lived um, quite a bit uh, at different places. This last year, I traveled and lived on the mainland. Last summer, I tried new things, and most things that I did in 2017 seemed、uh, fruitless on the surface. But I, I got life experience, and I really got to be an observer of life. I got to be able to understand more. So it wasn't totally fruitless, but on the surface, definitely yes. And I'll be filling you in on. On that process throughout episodes, I'm going to tell you a lot about that kind of stuff. But I, I got stuck and trapped.、Uh, I ran out of money, and I had to do to work a really shitty job. And sometimes you just got to do life. And unfortunately, I really had to do regular life that I really hate. Like, like I always say, regular life is not real life. And I was just going through it. And I have not had a pleasant time in a while.、Um, things have been kind of crazy since over a year ago when I moved to a new place, and that was、uh, that was after episode ninety two, actually. And the new place I had moved into had to be demolished because of termites. Termites had eaten that place up, so they tore it down, and I moved. And since then, I tried moving to another island. Nothing worked. I tried the west coast. Of You know what we call the main the mainland United States. I tried that for a while. That didn't work. Then all of a sudden, the place which I started this radio show in 
opened up. So full circle, right back to the place it all started, the place in which you heard the earliest broadcast from, an inspiration point, full circle, I'm back to my starting point, and this was a good starting point. And it's interesting how it all went. I, I look at it as though um, I was meant to go on this roundabout way to get back here again. It's just it's pretty crazy. So uh, rarely in life do you get a new beginning in the same place. As much as, as last year kind of sucked for me and I really don't have a lot of great things to say about it. I have I have more stories to regurgitate to you about humanity and civilization and the system and chanting it down. So, you know, that's that's um, all good in the long run, right? So this show is another new beginning for the show. Even though I, I tried with episode 100, which I call the return of Chant It Down Radio, I should probably actually call this episode, The Return of Chant It Down Radio, but it's okay. Um, this is this is also my late New Year's show and a new beginning. So it's, um, I guess, a lot of things in one. But, uh, uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm back, and I can't say that I have consistency to give you quite yet, but I, I'm putting this show out for those of you who have not given up on Chant It Down Radio, it's still around, and I'm going to continue on giving you more and more of the show, and get guests, which I am definitely wanting to do so, so we can, you know, uh, get some other perspectives on the show as well. But the show will keep rolling, and once I get on into a consistent work schedule, and a consistent... Uh, schedule with just everything in life lined up, then Channel Down Radio should be back to normal. And I said on the last broadcast, March of 2018, that still stands, so probably by then there'll be some consistency in the schedule. I'm hoping, right? But the reason I, I left Hawaii for a little while is because I was seeking a change and situations dried up for me here. And so... It was time to go, and I mean, Hawaii's a great place, but Hawaii's getting dumber and more crowded all the time, and although now I'm, I'm really blessed to be back here, and, and I realize that things are still a bit better than the, the rest, the U.S. mainland, um, you know, you can read my, my newsletter from last summer in the, in the news section, uh, you will find me going over some of my adventures there, too. But what's happening with Hawaii is people move here, and they think that it's really cool, and then their dumb friends come to visit, and they want to live here because they think it's cool, and you have this migration of dumb people that move over here, and so dumb people bring in their dumb friends till you have clans of dumb, unconscious people that, that are here. And... And they're here for just the weather and to make it, you know, their Hawaii. Well, you know, no connection to culture a lot of these people have, uh, no connection to the history, no connection to the land, and that pisses me off. Uh, I just really feel like that's we're getting overloaded over here with dummies. No, a lot of them don't last because what, what happens, one good thing about Hawaii 
is, and it's a bad thing too, it's really hard to live here, is it's expensive. So a lot of people who work here for a while, they, they realize, oh, they can't make it, you know, they're never going to buy a house, they're never going to live that dream, which is bullshit anyway, as I chant down on this show, but, you know, they, they're never going to buy these million dollar houses that are really not even very nice, so uh, eventually people move back, so the islands are growing, and they're being more developed, and that really does suck, but our population in Hawaii has not really changed that dramatically in in recent history uh, because you get a lot of people that come here for six months to a year and they realize oh they can't make it they get tired of it whatever it doesn't match their experience on the mainland they leave so um, that's that's um, why a lot of people kind of just come and go here a lot a lot of transient people but anyway where I was going with that is uh, that that kind of stuff has pissed me off. So I, I, I left Hawaii, but I came back and I journeyed on and journeyed back and and I really can't do much of America anymore. I, I'm 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 just over it. Um, it's really divided and brainwashed, and it, it's in a, it's in a place that I, I'm increasingly more frustrated with. So, I'm back here in Hawaii, and I'll just put up with dumb people, uh, because, <laughs> well, there's not a lot of choice at the moment, but, but, you know, anyway. So, that's a little story of what's been going on with me, and that's why I haven't done a show in a while, but I thought I'd fill you guys in on that, just so, in case you're wondering, I'm still alive, I'm just fine, but, you know, had a, had a tough year of just trying to make it, and I'm still trying to make it, and I'm just, you know, barely above water, and kind of sinking and coming back up, so, you know, if, if, uh, if you're uh, a listener to the show, uh, spread the word, I can use listenership that helps promote the show, get it more popular, because I want the messages heard, ultimately, but if you know people that have, um, you know, financial backing that can help financially back the show and make it so I could do it some more, then please um, support the show by going to the website. The website, of course, is com. That simple. So um, you can go on the support page. But, you know, check out all the shows. And, and it's not by no means am I a professional radio show host, but I am here to give you a passionate work of years and years of accumulating information and living with it in this world and chanting it down. So thank you for being a listener and staying with me. So um, tradition, the last few New Year's on this show has been my Star Wars review. Uh, The same friend of the show has asked me the third year in a row to give my take on the new Star Wars movie. And so... I thought I'd get that out of the way here first uh, to see what kind of program Disney is putting out this time. And I think it's important, too. Um, I think it's, it's good because Star Wars movies are some of the biggest movies that come out. And now that Disney owns them, they are capable of being mass mind manipulators. And so I, I think it's, it's good. Uh, they are so popular that they can use them as a vehicle for mass mind control. And so, 
the latest Star Wars movie is The Last Jedi, the second in this newest trilogy, this sequel trilogy, I guess they call it. Uh, I didn't like this movie, and for more than one reason, and I will tell you about it. And so I will be giving spoilers, but I think by now, being that it's February of 2018, and this movie came out in December, uh, I think by now that most people who are Star Wars fans have seen it long ago. So I'm, I'm thinking that I'm not putting out any spoilers because uh, I think you've probably seen it multiple times, if not. But it's not a movie that I want to see multiple times. Now, I actually enjoyed The Force Awakens better than any of the prequels and thought it was a pretty solid movie, you know, pretty solid. And I, I was really just... I, I was I was really just kind of like it struck a familiar chord because it was really just fan service and retelling basically the 1977 Star Wars film um, and this movie the last Jedi th this one could have been good but it but it really was a big disappointment to me um, and I felt like for number one I mean, I'll get into the definitely the mind control and all that because that's why I even put this on the show. But I felt like the writing was bad. And if you or I created a script like this to turn into Hollywood, they would pick it apart and spit it right back at you and tell you all the problems with it, you know? Well, it got through. And this movie was so disjointed and full of plot holes and... And I, I really hated what they do to Luke, which I'll and I'll come back to that. But yeah, um, as far as the mind control goes, what I was able to glean from it—I've seen it only once, and uh, I was a little bit intoxicated. I I saw it on my birthday, and uh, I I decided to eat uh, a uh, it was a, a ganja treat, and so you know I was. I was a little bit more analytical and more, um, probably not in the best movie-watching mood, really. It was kind of stupid of me to do that, but, hey, whatever. Anyway, so I did, and, uh, I still, what I got from it, what I gleaned from it, was what, what I saw the most was the blurring of the line of good and evil, that there's a, this new age notion that everything just is, and there's no extreme, and so, um, the two characters, you know, Kylo Ren and, uh, Rey, were communicating with the Force, and, and you could see, um, with Kylo Ren being pulled to the light, the light side, and you begin to think that he really still has good in him, inside him, that he's still got some, some good to him and and then they they've taken away the evil which is Snoke by killing the you know the uh, leader of the first order and so I mean I'll come back to that in a second too but they so they took away the real evil and then then you have on the on the other hand you have uh, Luke Luke who is supposed to represent the light side has become less of a hero 
and even can show some unwise, quick-to-anger sides that he had. And so we're seeing this theme that we must also throw out what we once believed in, that the Jedi were wrong and that the teachings were flawed. Um, and I, I agree with that in real life. I agree that we should examine what we believe in and throw out what's wrong. But this movie implies that the, the, the New Age concept that there is no truth and we must abandon the staunch beliefs of the past and let go and there isn't really these dualities so much. And it says, and, and the movie says that, it, that if there was no Jedi, you know, the message in the movie, then there, there wouldn't have been a Sith, the, the bad side of the Dark Force. Um, but in real life, there are people that think that you can take advantage of others or have the right to rule, such as the elite, and uh, that originates and then people react to it. So in real life, that really happens. What reason would you even need Jedi in the first place unless there was evil to battle and, and defend against evil? So, you know, that's the message, that's a message I saw. And this, this movie challenges what's good and evil. And it says Kylo Ren is not all evil, but it says Rey is not all good either. And, conf and, it, and this movie confuses the sides. And, and that's what I see is this, this fusing or this confusing, too, of, of what is good and bad. But this kind of blurring of the lines uh, and sort of hybrid good and evil, you know? Anti-hero. Um, uh, and, and a couple other things I saw in the movie was a, a couple of occult gestures. Uh, the character Phasma, the silver stormtrooper, gets in the fight with the character Finn, and he eventually breaks her mask, showing one eye before she falls in a pit. So you got the one eye symbolism. And um, also when in the planet of, of the salt, whatever that was called, I forget the name, when they're, when they're closing the big door where the, the rebellion the, is inside this cave, the sun shines and it's a perfect beam of a, of a Masonic sun symbol, or it looks a lot like the NBC symbol. So those were some symbologies I saw in the movie. And this, this movie took the story away from, from just fan service, it did, but brought the franchise into a, really a crappy place. I mean, I mean, just to, in general, talk about the movie, I mean, I... I thought it was the most visual shot, beautifully shot movie that they've made. And they got this part nice, but was it right, you know? I mean, why not match the technology and grainy-looking filming uh, of the originals, using miniatures and all that to match the original originals and no CGI. And after all, it's the originals that everybody loves and that's what brought this out that we they wanted to make more movies and yet they're not doing that. Um, you know, I've said that before. And these new stories really didn't 
need to happen when you think about it. When, when Return of the Jedi ended, it was a happy ending. The Ewoks were celebrating in, on the planet, and it was well-rounded. You know, the Empire had fallen. So, so I mean, the questions I had, even in the first uh, one of this trilogy, The Force Awakens, where did the Resistance even come from? Or where did the, uh, not the Resistance, but the First Order come from? I mean, who was Snoke, and where did he come from? And, and now we don't know, because they killed him off without giving answers, and I was maybe the most disappointed that they killed off the evilest bad guy they didn't leave any they didn't leave any uh time to understand the mystery and I, and I, I wanted to know how this guy became so powerful how he made this army you know relatively fast and so another thing that was a disappointment was Ray's parents you know the it it was supposed to be you know this important this important uh mystery in the force awakens and it was just kind of a dead end. It led nowhere. And so, actually, a lot of this movie discredits The Force Awakens. It, it doesn't follow through from that movie, and it, and it, and it makes it actually look bad. Uh, I mean, it look, makes this movie look bad by not following through correctly. Uh, and then there was Luke. Luke was a character that you follow through out a trilogy and watch him grow, and he was so full of good that he would have left the emperor. He would have let the, the, the emperor electrocute him to death, then turn to the dark side, you know? I mean, that's, that's how, how committed to, to staying away from the dark side he was. And, and he was so dedicated, and then they turn him into this hermit type that has no passion in beating the dark side, and then they, they kill him off. So in the next movie... There's going to be no Han, no Luke, Leia. There's nothing left to bring the continuous adventures of those characters that made the series popular from the beginning. And so I was just disappointed. And the, the final scene of that boy moving the broom with his force power, you know, it didn't do anything for me. It didn't, it didn't leave me like, whoa, I want to see the next one. And there's no... There's no more real powerful bad villain, no original human characters, and yeah, it didn't leave me wanting to go see episode 9. And so Disney is definitely ruining Star Wars, and I knew they would, and I knew they would put things in it that would be symbolic, and that's what I'm talking about on the show. And But in general, just ruining good things, that's what... Um, society seems to want to do is they want to take something and stretch the idea but how far can you really stretch the idea anyway the, the core material is awesome but it's now just like everything else in the system played out till it can't be played anymore played out and that's what they do with music and everything is they just play it out and then it sucks after a while so um, if I was going to rate this movie just on a without looking at the symbology just as a film and and not looking at the mind control, I would give it two and a half stars out of five. So, yeah, it really wasn't a great movie. And uh, I would say that uh, it, it was the downfall of Star Wars. In fact, I might have even liked one 
of the prequel trill one of the prequel movies better than this one. Probably I did. Yeah. So yeah. Disappointment and definitely pushing out a little mind control for our our future generations who are growing up on this movie. You know. Uh, sad times, it is. But that's why we have Chant It Down Radio, to help Chant It Down. Well, this show I'm kind of slapping together with a few different concepts here. The main concept of this show today that I'm giving you is what is rebellion. And I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. But I thought I'd start it off kind of light here and give you some memes uh, that I want to go over. I've, I've been wanting to do this on the show for actually for a long time and being back in this spot where the show started has got me some inspiration so I, I'm, I'm feeling good about that. So uh, here's, here's a meme that I was going to read here and uh, sometimes I really feel like I'm being watched because every time I talk about something I start seeing ads about it on Facebook and YouTube. Reminds me of the Truman Show, Jim Carrey, and that's it. Um, this, this, uh, this technology is going way too far, and there is no stopping it. People aren't trying to put a stop to it, that's for sure. And it's getting so smart that I've heard many stories of people talking about something. And then they go, like it's like their computer or their TV, which has been known to have microphones in them that listen to you, uh, is recording you, and then you see it on some ad or some some kind of uh, uh, thing pops up on your screen about what you were talking about. And it's just getting too intelligent. And, you know, even Jim Carrey saying that. I've, I've heard different things about Jim Carrey in Hollywood, but... He seems like he's becoming a cool guy. I wouldn't trust it, but, you know, I, I, I mean, I'm not saying he was ever a bad guy, but, he, you know, anyone who makes as much money as he did definitely had to jump through the hoops of the elite in some form in some way. But, yeah, um, cool, cool points to Jim Carrey. Here's another meme. When you do not seek or need approval, you are at your most powerful. Exactly. Uh, and that is because you are forgetting your ego. You're leaving your ego behind. You don't care about what people think. And that's when you get into your power because you realize that half the, st- the things that you do are yourself holding it, are you just holding back from saying what you want and doing what you want to do um, as long as you're living within truth. So when you when you don't seek approval and need it from other people and you don't seek their egos, you are just doing what you do and that's what you do best and keep on doing that. That's that's great. Now here I I, I, I can't show you the photo, but there's a picture there's a picture of two New, New York cops um, shooting at a man, and then there's a picture. Uh, below it of a German cop uh, shooting at a man. So it says, it shows it shows these two scenarios. New York, mentally ill, wielding man, 
Mentally ill man wielding a kitchen knife. Cops fire 12 bullets, killing man. Germany. Drunk man wielding a machete and a sword. Cop fires one bullet to the leg. Man lives. America, you're doing it wrong. Well, yeah, and again, I agree. America is quite the police state. And just to think that the Nazis came from Germany, and Germany's not even that militant and crazy. And so, it's just gone too far in America. Um, it has, and, and uh, people put up with it. And people put up with these order-following fools. And uh, nothing's really changing on that level either, too. So, it, it is... Uh, there's so much truth to that. Unfortunately, nothing's changing on that. Here's another meme here. Can you remember who you were before the world told you who you should be? Daniel Laporte. I'm not sure who that is, but that's really cool. Because when you're a little boy or a little girl, a little kid, I mean, you are you. And you being you is just fine, you know, because you're just exploring the world. But we get programmed at such an early age, and the programming is so bad that we lost that vision of who we are before the world told you who you were or should be. So, yeah, very, very true. Um, the world tells you who you should be, and that is... Uh, that is just a disappointment to me that, that we are not allowed to go through. And in fact, that's what brought me into who I am, partly, is because I said, no, I don't want to do what they told me I should do. I want to do what I'm led to do from my heart. And so I decided to quit the system and do music and do what I felt was good at that time, and it was one of the most beneficial times in my life. So, yeah, definitely. Here's one more meme here for now. The most dangerous person in the, in the world... No, sorry. The most dangerous person is the one who listens, thinks, and observes. Bruce Lee. Exactly. The smartest people you're going to meet are people who are... If you're in a social setting, they're quiet because they're listening, they're observing, they're thinking, they're doing things that most people just talk and talk and talk, and they don't even have much to say, but they their mouth just keeps on moving. You've probably heard this, the saying before, you're, you're given two ears and one mouth, so it's more likely that you're supposed to listen more than you are supposed to, than you're supposed to speak and and speak your mouth all the time and so um yeah that is a dangerous person to a system that wants you to be shallow and wants you to focus on fluff so um bruce lee one of my all-time favorite heroes and a brilliant man at only the age of 32 died and accomplished so much in such a short time a real awesome person to really look into the life of and get inspiration from because I believe he was taken out um, just the way that he had made so many enemies and then his son too 
at such a young age, shot by a blank on a set. Now something something was up, and somebody had put a a number on that family. I guarantee it. So, uh, but anyway, awesome person to look into. Well, let's take a little break here, and we'll come back with the uh, concept of today's show. What is revolution? One of the things that is hard for me in this life is not being able to be around enough people that chant it down. Um, that people are not chanting down the system on a day on a daily basis, and so um, what that does for me is it is it kind of puts me in a lower vibration, and I have to remind myself that what the system is daily, and everybody needs to be reminded of that. Um, important in the way that they realize the that they're being taken by the illusion of it. Um, conversations are not about chanting it down, not about breaking this system down for what it really is and knowing what it really is, because it gains power over you when you don't, when you forget what it is and you fall into into the illusion. So, um, I always like to remind myself included and people around me to chant down the system of course it's chant down radio so i'm doing the job of chanting it down because not enough conversations are about chanting down the system and going whoa look at this reality we're living in and people are so programmable and that's the problem i just had this conversation with a friend of mine a little while ago he goes well why is it that um everybody is just busy all day doing this why why is it that everybody uh wants to serve the elite and prop up the rich people you know there's more of us than there is of them and the reason why is people are programmable but you know um and they just don't know really what they're doing they're not conscious of what they're doing so the topic of, of today, mostly, I, 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 this is a loose talk here. I'm kind of going off the head with ideas that I, I have um, been thinking about lately, but I, I think it'll go over good here. But what I want to kind of put together here is your own personal revolution. Uh, because, and I'll go into why it's your own personal revolution first. But what is revolution, you know? Uh, when people want a revolution, what do they really want? What do they What do they really want? Well, if you define the word revolution, uh, an overthrow or repudiation and the thorough replacement of an established government or political system by the people governed, or another thing says a radical and, pers- and pervasive change in society and the social structure, especially one made suddenly and often accompanied by violence. And at least that's one interpretation. Now, also something to think about here is word association. When people um, look this up, they go to Google and they 
type in revolution and then they get the first definition these are the things that pop up now think about that often accompanied by violence now a revolution should not be accompanied by violence if you want a consciousness change out of it because when you meet fire with fire you usually don't get a great consciousness change now however if you're painted into a corner you must defend yourself so uh, I'm not saying that there's not violence um, required for a revolution at times there is but um, what I'm talking about is word association. So when someone looks up the word revolution, they see the word, they see the phrase accompanied by violence. It's like I've said on this show before, um, uh, the word conspiracy. If you say that, people think you're a kook, right? It's associated with that. Or the word anarchy, associated with chaos. And so it it turns people off from the beginning so they don't see they don't dig deeper into these concepts and these are just these concepts that don't matter to them because it's not part of their 8 to 5 Monday through Friday bullshit life. It, it doesn't touch them and these are far off ideas that are way outside their little matrix. But they're here and they are real and they, they, they hold truth. The problem that I find is that people are already fixed on what they want. And if they could have a revolution, and it, it, it would have nothing to do with real freedom. Because people don't know what real freedom is. People don't have a concept because it's never been introduced to them. Very few people know what real freedom is. And of course, they're scared of being really free because what that might do is it might put them in a position to actually, well, not only do something, but be personally responsible. And a lot of people have turned their responsibility over to their controllers. So um, people have uh, people's ideas of revolution are silly, in this country too especially. Uh, America, I just laugh at it a lot of times, and, and it's because of the state that it's in right now, you know? It's in the stup- one of the stupidest times ever, and I just, I see it on the daily. You know, the powers that shouldn't be have constructed a dichotomy so rigged now in America, and it's in the media everywhere, and they've, they've spun politics into entertainment, they've spun it into sports and celebrities, so everybody's thinking about it and talking about it. This is this is um, you know it's a it's a strategy and if if people could actually have their way uh, with a revolution, they they would be fighting for these two very ridiculous sides they believe so much in conservative and liberal, and you know um, it's classic divide and rule, and it has taken over this country, and they don't care. The elite don't care what side you're on as long as you're on one. And see, and that's what happens is people, people are, well, people are, uh, you know, like I say, easily programmable. So what happens is they, they find a concept because, sure, every side has a little bit of truth to it. I've said this before on the shows that there are partial truths. And certain partial truths resonate with certain people in certain circumstances. And so they cling to this partial truth 
and then they'll just buy the rest of the ideals that are built around it because that partial truth rings rings true to them so those take the rest and be like okay um i will become one of these sides but in reality both sides are are missing critical details into a much larger picture that we are facing on the planet and both sides could learn from each other if they sat down and actually met in the middle and so many things are like that you know the truth comes in between the lines you know if people actually sit down and talk um you know about these truths and try to work them out and meet in the middle somewhere you know you'd find something now this this show today's show is not about the great divide in america which i, I feel like i've covered quite a bit on this show probably too much um uh, and i don't really i'll probably do future shows on it too because it's it's a it's a thing that's going on in the world and and you know uh you can't deny it but Today's show, what this talk is about, it's about what revolution needs to be. Um, it, it's it's a, a, a consciousness change. Getting on the subject of the subject of planet Earth having a change of heart. And you know, it's it's not gonna happen anytime soon in the present place which we're in right now, because Planet Earth doesn't want to change its heart. People are too focused. But that's, again, back to what I was saying about this system. This matrix that keeps us locked down, for one thing, everybody's too damn busy. And they're too damn occupied by devices. You know, it took me a while to figure out why why the elite have implemented these devices at first i thought it was about tracking which it probably is and it definitely because you know iphones the eyes on both sides of the phone you got cameras all over the place on these things and sure they can be turned on uh at will anytime but that's you know the another thing that i see is having your mind all your yourself always occupied on fluff all the time. People always having a screen in front of their face. When I traveled uh, to, um, recently I traveled to New York, and I saw uh, at all the airports that I had, now actually, now I think about it, San Francisco has it too, all the big airports, you go in these places and you sit down at the at the the restaurants and they'll have an iPad in front of your face, each person. So if you're a couple and you're sitting across from each other, you have an iPad in front of you and you can just, you know, go on the internet. It's like they don't even want anybody to communicate anymore. And that's another thing. Communication is lost. Communication has been chopped down to minuscule levels so so you have that and you have screens in front of everybody's faces now so they're constantly getting media and mostly just bullshit fluff that you don't need to know about i mean think about how many hours people waste on the internet watching stupid videos or what looking at stupid 
pictures of of things that aren't really that funny and well thought out. You know, most of these these things that people are doing out there is just a measure, a dipstick of how dumb society has gotten. Um, dumbed down. You know, if you want to just look at the, the stuff that people post on the internet and you'll see, and it's not fun to me, it's not, it's not cool to me. The reason why is it's, it's um, well, it's a waste of time, but it's not well thought out. I mean, there are some exceptions, but a lot of this stuff we don't need. It's like the world really didn't need all this, uh, of course, but it really didn't need all these people showing, exposing the stupid parts of their life on Facebook and all this social networking bullshit. You know, <clears throat> we don't need to know. I don't care. I don't want to know about people's lives. In fact, you don't really want to get to know people in, of the system too much. And I'll tell you what, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> because really um, most people have some weird hang-ups about something because people are brainwashed and not who they should be. And they're caught up on many things. But I, I, I see that people are, you know, most of the time just very, very distracted into this. So going back to what I was saying... Uh, that we don't get quiet enough. We don't get into nature. So we're always occupied, trying to make a living. Got a screen in front of you. Got, um, you know, you got food and water poisons and poison in the air and EMF frequencies and crazy stuff being thrown at us. All because... The control freak elite are scared of what we can really do. We can say no. And that's the most powerful thing we can do. You can get your guns and you can go against the government head on. And, you know, you're, you're not going to get too far. A lot of people could. I think that a lot of people, like millions, would be also their nightmare. But see, they have the weapons that we don't even know about. And that whole mentality of going out to kill the elite or, you know, kind of like a witch hunt mentality is not going to raise the vibration. Because in order for us to have this change on planet Earth, the vibration needs to be raised. And if the vibration was raised right now, Everybody would be refusing this way of life. If people were fully conscious, sharp human beings, they would be refusing this way of life because they would know that it isn't what we should be doing and they would be saying no. And so from, high, from a high perspective, a high vibrating uh, being, you, uh, you would just go... I'm not going to do all this stuff. I don't want to do this stuff because you wouldn't. And you know deep within that there's... Oops, that's a technical difficulty there. Um, well, hopefully you can hear me loud and clear. 
Um, anyway, we need to revolt from this system that holds us down. We need to say no. Many people don't understand what to say no to. It's a real problem. It, it's about saying no to people who think they have the right to rule over you. It's, it's that simple. The concept of revolution is really a real radical term for a lot of people. People are too comfortable, for one thing. They're totally too much in their comfort zone. But a big change needs to happen to truly get people from under tyranny. A consciousness change, as I've always said on this show. And another thing is people don't know what kind of world they want to actually live in. Most people want basically the same thing across the world. And, um, and it's universal, really. Food, water, shelter, and safety and happiness for their loved ones. And I think people are pretty much good to go. Uh, could that really be that hard to ask for, too? Could it? I mean, it doesn't seem like it has to be such a struggle. The problem is, though, you know, we've people have been indoctrinated for so long that we think we need a civilization, governments, money, jobs, and the lines that w w should have been drawn in the sand a long time ago were blurred to where w we should have had a, a line drawn right at there and said no, but that was so long ago that it's not in anyone's memory, not even in um, the memory of many indigenous peoples because uh, we've lost the elders who were the ones that said no or that were free, you know. And so um, it's been said before, we're, we're losing the last people that spoke to the last people that were free. Um, and... See, there's a real problem right now of what people think a revolution should be. There's a lot of people bent out of shape right now, and I see signs, with people with, uh, like, signs on the streets sometimes, <clears throat> uh, or at least a, more so a year ago that had signs unhappy with Trump, for example, like, dump Trump, or we will not take one more step backwards, and, and all that, you know. But, um... Or, you know, there's then the other side of things, you know, people are like, no, they don't want, they, they, uh, they want to, uh, ban guns, you know, or, or, uh, the other side, you know, arrest Hillary. And at the end of the day, what did all of that energy accomplish? Not a damn thing. Nothing. Nothing at all. These people are worthless. Their concept is flawed because they're stuck in the left-right paradigm. They're stuck in old paradigm is what it is. And, you know, that's not going to get us any further. Because let's say one side or the other of this stupid uh, dichotomy in the United States, you know, gets what, whatever they want. Let's say that um, the leftists had a different president, they'd all go away. They're not upset about the real things that make our lives miserable. And that's a real problem. A real big problem. You know, how about the fact that you were you're born into a world captive, forced to go to their schools? How about that? No, no, that doesn't ring to anybody. Nobody's talking about this. Nobody's fully chanting it down. Uh, forced to find some career. This world where you're forced to find a career 
that best suits you somehow struggle financially and do the 8 to 5 Monday through Friday slave schedule two days off start it all over again and I find that most of these these protesters are privileged and not really coming from struggle a lot of them they they they've never even really dipped down this far into chanting it down a lot of them have never been to where they wonder how they're going to make it through the next month Otherwise, this would be more apparent to them. They would be wanting a real revolution. And that's why I find talking to people from the ghettos and poverty-stricken communities more effective for this one reason. It, you know, if, if people aren't too brainwashed from the TV, I can really get on a level with people that actually, you know, are like, yeah, we're sick of struggling, you know? Struggling because we're slaves to the freaking system. So, you know... The, the main reason that I, I see why people aren't revolting is because they've never understood what the system is and they're caught up in the system's tentacles. You know, um, if you're uh, a new listener and you may have caught on to the blog that I wrote, the System Tentacles blog. If you haven't read that, even if you are a listener, a long-time listener so, then you... And yeah, you should anyway, but you you know all this if you're a long-time listener, but I did a blog and if if and it's um it's worth checking out um just to kind of read it and understand really what the system is so you can separate from it and know that yeah, all this stuff needs to be rebelled from. But yeah, people don't know what to re- rebel from and what actually is a blockade of true freedom. Yeah. Because the system was built on bad ideas. You know, I've said it a, a hundred times on the show, built off the wrong idea, built off the wrong idea, you know, kind of like a high-rise, you know. Uh, the, the floors were built, the first floor was built on something bad to begin with, but they just kept building. And they ignored the fact that the first floor was built on something bad. You know, only the, the old world hunter-gatherers found their, their niche on this planet as humans. You know, before civilization, agriculture, uh, the old world cultures at least found their niche. And, you know, some may argue um, with how I view that. Uh, I had somebody write me and say that they, you know, disagree that these people were living righteous. But, you know, nobody's perfect, but this is close to perfect as we can get are the peaceful nomadic hunter-gatherer tribes that did just lived on the land very simple simple life um they didn't need more they were content and they didn't destroy the earth they they uh lived with the earth and had a relationship with the planet and that's you know something totally forgotten in this day so people that have their thumb up their ass are, are, you know, often saying these kind of things, like, or, or you know, they, they weren't vegetarians. It's like, you know, you, you know, people are so privileged in this, in this little bubble they live in. They, they, you know, they wouldn't even know how to survive a day. You know, they'd just be found dead somewhere. So, um, but anyway, a little tangent, but uh, the problem is, is people think that this civilization is going somewhere, that it, it somehow is progress. And, and, and it's really just the world of opposites, where, where progress is destruction of the earth, and we know that. And, I mean, how, 
how is how is it what we're doing every day progressing us? Like, how is making money, paying bills, buying things, uh, and 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 uh, going to work and doing everything, moving civilization forward? Well, see, it's not. It's 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 just um, feeding the prison, and it's it's not bringing any consciousness with it. We are not moving forward. We're we're being stagnant. We're treading in water. And technology is moving forward, but it's not obviously fixing our root problems, and it's definitely not going to start the right revolution because it was created from the wrong source to begin with. It's it's technology doesn't is not rooted in Earth. It is possibly off planet, most likely. And it just, it isn't, you know, I mean, we can use it while we have it, but, yeah. And notice that human beings have never really found, though, their ni- their niche on the planet, other, other than these hunter-gatherers. You know, even, even cockroaches and mosquitoes have found their niche, you know? Humans think their purpose is to go to work and make you money, and they found this niche, and it's like... Hold on, now wait a minute. Yes, well, some people like their job. Not very many people. Like 5% or maybe if 10% if I'm off a little bit. But So, okay, we're tr- we're, we find the best thing we can do in the system and try to live. Okay, but that's not, that, that's not our purpose. That's not our niche. That's like kind of our niche in the system, but it's not human beings purpose and we need to remember that you know this this also goes back to my beyond earth series show um which i plan to continue on i'm excited about it um uh about you know uh extraterrestrial life and and stuff beyond uh but it's it's obvious that humans were taken captive by civilization they were ne- never able to properly work out what our niche is it's like we don't exactly belong here, at least in this form, and so um, we are kind of stuck in this this area, this part of humanity stuck treading water, you know? So the Anunnaki story makes sense in that we were genetically altered to some degree in that there was an interference with our natural growth. And that's why we're not moving forward in the right ways. We're, that's why uh, we've been we've been um, grabbed a hold of and, cap- and and held captive. So, yeah, a revolution to get us back on track is needed. Something to thwart the system. You know, uh, I mean, what do you want? Ask some people that, and their desires are to get some some. Uh, fiscal gain, or to chase some career, or to get this or that, and when they get this or that, then they'll be all set, and when they get this financial goal, but it doesn't ever stop, though, that that's another problem, once they get that financial achievement, the world still costs money, and more things come, uh, and more things come about, and to where they they're really never fully satisfied because there it's just this endless endless thing of of demand the system well 
So a lot of people don't know really what they want. I know what I want, though. I know I want to be completely free to live. It's really very, very simple. It's, but, it, you know, it, it's harder than running in water to get people to see what we need to rebel from. It, it's just it's just like wake up hello hello yeah yeah this no 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 yeah you can get mad about that too but this the root problems need to be looked at now desperately right um yeah it's it's hard we were born into a world that hasn't offered us any alternative to work and make money and, and other than to work and make money and, and pay for everything so i get it i get it but um, and this is the only world we know how to survive in and I get that but we need to practice surviving without paying for everything and we need to want that it needs to be in our hearts because if it is there then there is hope that um, you know once it's there then you know it is kind of like the law of attraction in that in that way that we will attract a, a new life, a new existence, you know, and uh, we we uh, are just kind of like needing to practice being ourselves before we were told to do all the system things. It's that it's that meme again that I was reading earlier. Can you remember who you were? before the world told you who you should be, you know, because that was you. Oh, yeah, I mean, it was a younger you, but that, that was you, you know, that was you without indoctrination and brainwash. So we need to push the walls of opposition back in our own personal lives. Every effort you can push these walls back, thwart that control that that's trying to push you in as the walls are closing in, you have, we got to thwart that control. It keeps you in place of being who you really are. Because that's where you're going to get, we're going to get our, our, our momentum, right? Push back this oppression as much as you can without putting yourself at risk, you know, of incarceration or at least getting caught. You don't want to go there, no. But you want to, you know, as much as you can get away with. And of course it needs to be moral, too. You know, it has to stay within universal natural law. I mean, chances are, I'm sure, if you're one who chants down the system, then your only focus is not just to be a systemite, right? If you're listening to this show and you're like, yep, 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 then I know that you, those of you out there like that are are more than this already. You're not you're not just to, here to be somebody going to work every day and being satisfied with a simple shallow life that doesn't pierce through the protective layer of the matrix. You're here to pierce through that, you know? And and so this is where it it, it, it is this is where we gotta be this is where we're at right now, okay? So until masses of people want a consciousness change and a general change of how we exist on the earth. We need to make our own personal revolution. And it's not a selfish thing. But it's you... In order for us to... We, we have to be developed human beings who want that. That will attract others that want that. 
you know, rub off on others. And, and that means that everybody needs to work on themselves as being the best person they can be and striving towards the best possible outcome and not letting the system lull you into just everyday life as much as possible. See, what I, I, like, I like the concept of the rocky steps. Everybody needs their rocky steps. You know, you know the, the steps that Rocky Balboa runs up in Philadelphia. He runs up those steps. That, that sense of vi- victory, that challenge to get to the top and, and, and reward for, for doing so. Like, yeah, you know, you, just, you did that last, that last breath effort, effort to get to the top. That's, that's it. That's the rocky steps. I mean, every day we can. We need to touch amazing, touch awesome. We need to feel more than the, what the mundane matrix tries to keep us locked in within, you know? We need to touch amazing. So create your rocky steps if you don't already have them. And that doesn't mean you need even need to get out and run at all. That's just a, just a metaphor for that thing that you earn and get reward every day and touch something that makes you go, yes, a victory. Even if it's a tiny victory, you need the rocky steps. And, and, and you need goals that bring... That bring um, that create this amazing world you want to live into that that this these goals that thwart back the oppression in your own personal life just as much as you can and don't be afraid to speak out i got your back <laughs> even if i'm not there in the physical all of us got your back when you're speaking out and know that there is you know this might um be a little hard to visualize depends on where where you know, what you believe in, but I believe that there are spirits, thousands of spirits that are behind chanting it down and chanting down the system because these spirits are just waiting to be used in this world. You know, these are good spirits that are, are know the truth and they're like, finally, someone alive. Those spirits got your back, you know? And, uh, yeah, so the revolution is is going to have to be a small thing until it's a bigger thing. And and it's not um it is not easy. I I'll tell you it's not easy to get people to to want this, but yeah, you know, that's where we stand and, and that's a message that I've been trying to just sort of get out of my mind. Half I wrote down some bullet points, but really a lot of it just was me just um for two and a half months now, thinking about this, this podcast, thinking about, you know, uh, regurgitating all these thoughts out when I get the chance, and here I am, I'm finally able to take this, this uh, verbal dump on you, and so hopefully it was a good ride, you know, uh, so yeah, Chant It Down Radio, this being the, the, the first show of the new year, it's gonna go like this, We're, I'm gonna do all the shows that I continue to do these series of shows. I think it's always a lot of fun to to uh, revisit all these series of shows and 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 give you more on that. And do this is just a standalone show. I'll be doing some of these. And of course, guests. And um, because 2017 was a flop for Chant It Down Radio. Not that there wasn't good shows. There there is some good shows in there, but it was a flop for let's just say, like, um, my goals 
that I said at the 2017 last year New Year's show. There are some shows, series of shows that I wanted to start last year. Well, I'll just have to get around to it this year. But it's good to be back in this inspiration point, um, full circle, back in the place that this show was birthed from. And right here, you know, uh, is where I, is, it's where I decided. I, I was like, you know what? I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know, but I need to do a radio show to get this information out. And uh, right here is where it all happened. And uh, it's, uh, it's good to be back. So um, if you can help promote the show, uh, please help out. And if you can help support the show, please. Uh, I, I know everybody in the world asks for money. Everything is asking for money. And I hate to be one of those people, but support helps someone like me. I, I'm broker than ever, and I could use your help. Uh, and really, you know, I have on my website, ChannonDownRadio.com, the uh, support section, or it's called store. And uh, you go there, you could buy a, an album, and that can help. Um, but what you could also help do is just put a tip in the jar. It, it's, um, it's like, you know, you get a waiter and they serve you some food and they might be okay, but here I'm giving you some life changing information and I'm serving you a lot more than your waiter and you're spending a lot more time with me. So yeah, if you feel generous enough and I know it's not easy because it's not, I'm not in front of you. And I don't have a jar, but the jar is on the on the website, and uh, it it always uh, helps if you can. And uh, anyway, uh, feel free to write me at uh, peoplebeyondthis at gmail com. I look forward to hearing from you, and uh, check out the System Tentacles blog. And uh, till we meet again, much love, and we'll keep on chatting down. Remember to touch amazing, touch amazing, and be a warrior, not a warrior. Yes, we keep on chaining down, and this show is going to continue on, and I'm happy to be back in this, uh, where it all started. All right? Much love, you guys. Aloha.
Are you awake now?